What up, Baraz? As you know, we're still on hiatus from our regular recordings of Brah Meets World while we wait and support the actor's strike. But we've missed you guys and decided to jump back behind the mic and cover some struck-free work. We present to you our new miniseries, Let's Make a Mixtape. We, of course, would love to hear your feedback, but for the time being, make sure to support the strikers, studios pay your workers, listeners, enjoy. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I've been what here up, for years, fucking my peers, putting suckers in fears. <laughs> very, very uh, pertinent considering what we're covering today. Um, Want to tell you guys, thank you so much for coming back. This is Let's Make a Mixtape. I'm MC Siege. And I'm DJ Tony Coitus. Uh, and together, we are taking you to a trip down memory lane, reminiscing on those MySpace stays, LimeWire downloads, and making you the ultimate brotastic playlist. Tony and I will each select 10 tracks that'll give you the throwbacks mixtape experience. We are jamming to music exclusively from our formative years. Now, this episode, we're doing things different, a little differently, because typically we explore music spanning from the 1980s through 2010, but we decided to go the extra step for this week's episode and making it exclusive to the decade of the 1990s. 1990s. That's <laughs> it. From 1990 to 1999, that's the cutoff. At the end of the episode, we will share our links to our new mixtape and let you, the audience, decide who had the better mixtape. Uh, per Tony's special formula, uh, for a no skip hot playlist our mixtape must include these categories an upbeat dance number a mid-tempo groove a power ballad a dance track a catchy earworm a self-reflective bop a funky groove a deep cut some retro acoustic vibes and finally an epic finale uh, very much like t had said earlier you guys this week we are doing 90s r&b 90s a 90s. very very specific type of r&b which brings me to the tc take them back why 90s? Why you know, we... <laughs> honestly, this is one of the first playlists I wanted to make with you because <laughs> this is also just the playlist that for me is the was the hardest to make. There are so many options and I wanted to put something together because I wanted to get a cookout playlist together. <laughs> and Thanksgiving's you did, you did. coming up. This family holidays are happening and it just seems like a great time to put uh, like a playlist together of all of these nostalgic jams. Also, like we were just talking about how the club is kind of in its flop era. And to me, <laughs> nothing invigorates the club more than 90s R&B and hip hop. So I know we're not really doing hip hop today, but there's a lot of integration there and I'm excited to get into it. Like he said, you guys, if you want to talk club, if mm. you want to talk bumping and grinding, if you want to talk about pressing your body up against somebody else's mm. <laughs> and having a good time on the dance floor, nothing did it like 90s R&B. Uh, to this day, you can go just about anywhere and they're going to be playing 90s R&B if they want to make sure you're having a real good time. Honestly, just like, I'm not interested in going to a club, but if they're having a <laughs> 90s R&B night, that's kind of an easy get for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I, very much like you, I'm very interested to see what we do you guys we've done a quite a few mixtapes at this point in time you know our method you know what we're doing you know our rules which are draft rules which means once a song is off the board it's off the board and we also try not to repeat an artist on our own playlist mm -hmm. so knowing that knowing tc and i i'm telling you i am so excited to see how we make it through this because <laughs> i feel like my first five tracks i was just like 
TC gonna copy all of this. <laughs> yeah, there, I ha- I have my entire playlist backed up. So like I have alternates for everything because that's I did good, not trust good. that you wouldn't steal. And you um, shouldn't. You shouldn't. But again, there's such <laughs> a wide library to choose from with 90s R&B. So I'm, I'm interested to see if there's any overlap. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Just because we step in on each other's toes doesn't mean that there is so much music to choose from. We just have very similar tastes, specifically when it comes to this genre. That said, by the way, can I just stop and say something? Is 90s R&B to us what Motown was for our parents? Oh, I'm 100% sure it is. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. (laughs) Because I remember Motown still being like cool with like my generation of parents, like those big chill moments of people dancing in the kitchen to the temptations. Like, I feel like, Mm -hmm. especially in 80s and 90s movies, there was a lot of like the 60s uh, type of soul that was going into pop culture a lot. So I just feel like the 90s R&B is kind of millennials versions of that. Absolutely. And again, I will like, you're right. You used to wake up in the morning listening to like Motown music. Mm-hmm. And you knew you were cleaning today. <laughs> if I play 90s r and if you music, wake up to that Mary J. Blige, it's cleaning day. <laughs> it's deep clean day. <laughs> we doing some stuff. <laughs> okay, so um, let's get started with our number. I think I go first this week. I think I you do go first episode. Ooh, okay. I just I just want to revel in this moment, you guys, um, because I'm about to break TC's heart. I know, I know that he's prepared for this, but this song could not be anything other but number one. And I know, I know, in my in my heart of hearts, in my depths of souls, I know I'm taking it away from T. And that is, Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I planned for this, honestly, because Can We Talk is the cookout song. So it's not surprising that you started off your playlist that way. It's fine. I see okay. you, bro. You, you're going for the throat. It's okay. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about Can We Talk? Can we talk about Can, can we, we Talk? Can we talk for a minute? <laughs> nothing, nothing will get TC and I going like the, those first few notes of Can We Talk? Tavin Campbell, Can We Talk? Any I don't know TC? why, but it just like, it like, it just touches me. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's something about this song that's so, um, you know, one of the things that I hear people talking on TikTok about now is how like people don't write love songs anymore. Yes. Like there's no guys just being like, I long for you. I yearn yes. for you. Like it's all just like fuck boys making like club music. And so like here you have a young Tevin Campbell saying like, hey, I just want to know your name. I like, want to know. Next time I see you, I'm going to talk to you. Like, it's something so small, and it's so romantic within its very nature. But the way he communicates it, his voice, he has this, like, you have to understand, I think he recorded this when he was 15 years old, 14 years old. He's a child. And I was going to say, it's actually an age-appropriate song, too. Because, like, in a few years, we get Usher, and he up here saying all kinds of stuff. And we like, excuse you, how old (laughs) are (laughs) you? But Tevin, like you said, Tevin, like Tevin embodies that idea of the most nerve wracking thing I can do today is talk to you. Yeah. And then he's like, you said, he's begging. He is pleading. Can we talk for a minute? Come on and talk to me, baby. (laughs) I want to know. I want to know. I want to know your name. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like Tevin Campbell didn't have this, the, 
the fame he should have had considering the talent he had because his voice was exceptional. He was able to do these high notes. He was able to hold, he had power. Like everyone saw it. Like Quincy Jones saw him and was like, Hey, I've been working with Michael Jackson for the last 10 years. And I think you're the next one. Prince was like, Hey, I think you're the next one. And like, it just never happened for him. Sometimes the machine doesn't really know what to do with you because like you aren't like, I feel like someone very similar is like Jennifer Hudson, where it's like, Talent, yes. Skill, voice, do we know what to do with you? Absolutely not. Couldn't tell you what songs are going to hit for you and which ones aren't. And to me, I feel like sometimes we just really need someone to like match with the right songwriter. Mm Because this song is your favorite. This song is Babyface. Yeah, I was going to say. Somebody going to give you a hit. This has to be a Babyface song. It's Babyface. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably going to talk more about Babyface as this playlist goes on. But it would be impossible to not talk about Babyface during a 90s R&B playlist because not only is he a prolific singer on his own, but he also has written some of the biggest pop song R&B songs for other artists. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for allowing me a minute to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) One last thing I wanted to say about Tevin Campbell is, you know, during this period, he was infamously in the closet. And I wonder how much of that played a part in his rise to fame as well. Um, There was one of those like BET unsung episodes on his, and I never got a chance to see it. And I I, I keep looking for it and I can't find it now, but I would love to learn more about like what was going on between the times he was doing his R&B bag and then eventually got into Broadway where he was like in Hairspray for the longest time. And again, an amazing talent someone who very very recently was able to get his flowers and the internet like embraced him and showed how much they love him and again i dare i dare any of you listeners to go into a room full of black people and just start singing can we talk and see the harmonies (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah that naturally appear (laughs) just just (laughs) all right well see that was a that was a fantastic way to start your playlist i am a little bit jealous but it's okay we're gonna you were playing for it (laughs) because guess what i had a plan but since i thought i knew i was going number one i was holding on tight So my number one for my 90s R&B playlist, I was like, how can I start this off? Now, I did have Can We Talk. It wasn't my start, my first one, but it's fine. I have I have uh, alternatives. But I was like, I'm going to start it off with just like, a, like oh, we got to run to the dance floor. So for me, my 90s R&B playlist is starting with Ghost Town DJ's My Boo. Ooh. Boy, you, Boy, should, you should know, know that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. That is a bop. I've been watching you, and then the beat. At At night, I I think of you. You can't help but to twerk when it starts. It's just like "Mm," you just got this thing going. That Jamie Foxx twerk. It's uh, (laughs) a, it's it's such an amazing song. I feel like you can it's still as popular like i'm still hearing it trending on tiktok every now and then it just kind of has this forever life but it's just a classic cookout song to me it reminds me of actually going to like the skating rink and just like just mm, just really just getting into it on the on the on the dance floor in the skating rink so um lots of great memories with my boo and it's just a great club song absolutely i don't know if you remember but a few years ago uh i think it like hit tiktok and they were doing like another dance to it, and everybody was like, "That's not the dance you do it." But it was like a great divide of generations because you oh, had yeah. like all these new like Gen Zers talking about they were doing the Running Man, and it was not the Running Man. And, but it caused a great big divide because it, it, but it also brought out 
all of these millennials and some Gen Xers who were like, let me show you the moves that you should be doing this. Let me show you the Roger Rabbit. Let me show, you know. Because <laughs> it's impossible not to dance when you hear it. It's just, it's one of those songs that everybody has. At night, I think I it's just like it's constant so like had to throw it on there so that's that's how i'm starting off my 90s playlist with my book i I love it that was actually you know what i overlooked that one i am ecstatic that it's on the list because that is how you get yourself a good playlist okay uh we're moving on to track number two mid-tempo groove um this it's funky it's feel good and it's also my favorite song of all time. Oh. Of all time. It's just my favorite song. Favorite Ooh. music video. Like, I can just listen to it over and over again. Is it age appropriate? Probably not. But <laughs> 90s rarely is. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm talking about TLC's Creep. Great song. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all who aren't watching can't see. We doing the, the little... The body roll. The body roll. <laughs> TLC, by the way, this Roll music back. video yeah. <laughs> was incredible. This is one of my favorite TLC music videos. I love the okay. silk pajamas. Um, and I also just love this song. Like you're right. It's such a it's a great mid-tempo groove. It like so like I again, let me tell you about this song. First of all, I don't know why. I don't like I think it just came wrong at the right time for me. But when I grew up, I was like, like this song from Crazy Sexy Cool pierced my ear and it was all I could think about. Mm. And the use of the saxophone, the use of T-Boz's voice, the look of Chili in his music video did things to me. And sadly, we don't really get a lot of Lisa in this. She was in prison. <laughs> but in the music video, she also like commands it, and like yeah. you know, like we still get it. And then the three of them in those silk pajamas is just like it is. Honestly, you see three black people, or not even black people, yeah. three people in some silk pajamas. <laughs> One of them got a little bandaid on their eye. You know what we're doing. You know where we're going. I'm so glad that we're taking some time to just spotlight TLC, which was the highest grossing girl group of all mm-hmm. time at that point. Um, T-Boz's voice is so unique. She has this, like, really seductress, like, low alto. I feel like altos don't really get a chance to play much outside of R&B, but I feel like T-Boz just made alto so cool. You know, uh, that Crazy Sexy Cool album was full of bangers, and they just personified that Crazy Sexy Cool thing. And so I I love this whole album. TLC was actually my first concert I've ever saw. Same, same. (laughs) <laughs> um, when they went on tour with Boyz II Men in 1994, brag. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love this song. It's, it's crazy, cool. sexy, cool. Like that. Like it. I believe it's the lead single off that album, and it reintroduced the group completely because yeah. they were known as like a little rap girl group, hip hop. You know, like the very early 90s. And then when they came in with this sound and the saxophone and yeah. T-Boz's voice and just like very much, we are no longer children. We are young women. Yeah. And just kind of literally giving it to you in a way that just like their voice and the sound of this song just kind of matches the flow of the silk blowing in the wind. 
And also and... the song is really empowering for women because the song is talking about like, oh, you gonna cheat? I'm gonna cheat too then. I'm gonna get mine too. Like, you're not gonna creep out on me. Like, I'm gonna do it behind your back. So I, I love that, you know, they've always had a very empowering message behind their songs. Their first album really focused on things like safe sex and, you know, um, even like, you know, No Scrubs, that whole album, um, Fan Mail with Unpretty. There was just so many great messages that they put behind their lyrics. So love to see them highlighted. Yeah, absolutely. Again, a song about creeping around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Better believe I'm going to get mine. <laughs> so and on, like I mentioned, uh, Left Eye was in jail for most of the recording of that whole album, which is why on Waterfalls, it seems like she just like she has that rap interlude because she wasn't around for the rest of it. So they had to find ways to plug her in. Ah, Lisa, rest in peace, you chaotic good girl. <laughs> Lisa, don't burn the house down. Um, <laughs> yeah, great track. All right, track number two, for me, you were talking about a funky groove. I don't know if there's a funkier groove in the history of mankind than my next song. And I just saw a TikTok about it where the singer was like, Timberland played this beat and he didn't want to give it to me. I know where you're going. And yep. I said, the same hey, thing. please give me that beat. Please let me do something with it. And then it turned into the masterpiece, which is Pony by Genuine. Bow, 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 bow. Wow. Like, it's hard to do it without a sex face. Like, you kind of have to. I'm <laughs> yeah. just a bachelor looking for a partner. It's such a sexy song. It's so, like, it just sounds different. It sounds different from everything else that was playing on the radio. I don't know that Genuine has a better song than this one. And I think it's really in a tribute to Timberland, who played a massive role in that whole, like, Atlanta-based R&B sound. And so you definitely hear that within the production of it. And the lyrics, I just think, are great. It's so singable. And it just, it feels sexy. This whole thing just feels sexy. Absolutely. Like, if you want to talk a lot about, like, like a partner piece, at Pony is the partner piece to TLC's Creep in terms oh, yeah. of slow, sexy, memorable. Like it is that song where, again, you can just hear the lyric very much, again, like TLC's Creep, where it's like those first few notes. Pony is iconic. Mm. And as you said, like you hear it, you just start winding. Mm. We ain't none of us chatting Tatum, but we are, we gonna go for it, right? We gonna try. It, it gives magic mic vibes. Also, exactly. this is another song that I had no business singing as a child. Oh, absolutely if you're not. horny, let's <laughs> let's do it. do it. Riding, riding my, my pony. pony. <laughs> my saddle's waiting. Come and jump on it. It's so dirty, but as a kid, I fucking love this song. Absolutely. Again, to this day. To this day, to this day. Yeah, let, play those notes on the keyboard. See what you get. <laughs> also, Best like, I'll get pregnant. <laughs> just to give him a little bit of flowers, I feel like Genuine genuine doesn't get brought up a ton when it comes to like the R&B like contemporaries of that time. But like, if you just look up Genuine on Spotify, like differences, so anxious, like differences. Uh, in those <laughs> jeans, like he has songs he has mm. such great songs mm. and so i just want to mm. give him a few flowers because i don't feel like he gets brought up a whole lot outside of like parks and rec exactly <laughs> like he he was you know he helped um define that genre he's <laughs> pillars specifically yeah. in a specific sound uh you said earlier and i just want to make it timbaland and genuine i believe are from virginia and it's oh, okay. really yeah. important because they will come for you <laughs> i'm sorry it, but we in the 90s where you from is very important there was like a, a base camp, I would say. Maybe it was based out of Atlanta or just it, whatever. But that whole Timberland, Missy, Aaliyah, uh, Genuine, Again, all Missy, of them. 
Yeah. Virginia. So I'm just, just okay, it's right, important. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah. You're right. They're going to come for me. <laughs> they go, absolutely. Pony's a really good number two. I, I, right, I'm right. loving it. I'm loving it. Here's like, I feel like there's no love lost because no matter what, we getting good songs. <laughs> it's all just more, more on my plate, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. What is your number three? Again, I look forward to seeing how you feel about this. My number three, Babyface, When Can I See You Again? Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I fuck with some Babyface, bro. I love Babyface. If we talk in ballads, I literally, I looked at this this playlist and I was like, I need a 90s R&B ballad. Mm-hmm. And we, we have a lot of really good ballads. I look forward to seeing what yours is, but like, Babyface, Babyface, Babyface. <laughs> you gonna slow it down a little bit. You gonna give you some heartfeltness. When can I see you again? Is one of those where it's like I almost had it. I just wasn't gonna let it be too late, but it was almost my acoustic because it is sure. really stripped down. And it's it's, it's, his, a, it's him on the and, guitar, just singing exactly. Yeah, in this song, when can I see you again? You feel the emotions. You I, I was feel gonna say it really Molly sh- Bar. It really shows off Babyface as a songwriter because the song doesn't require him to do a whole lot vocally. But what it does is to have him tell the story. I feel like um, he is very much in the vein of like, I don't know, like more of a singer songwriter from like the 60s almost. The way he tells stories with his lyrics, um, more like Carole King almost than No, no, absolutely. I get what you're saying, yeah. He's just, he just is a fantastic storyteller. And I love this song specifically because it is so stripped down. And just that heartache of just like, I hear what you're saying, but even now it does, it's not making sense. Exactly. So when can I see you again? Exactly. Exactly. I was, like, <laughs> I was literally sitting here waiting to bring up that line specific, specifically. I hear what you're saying. Even though now it's not making sense. Again, like that whole idea, like she basically is like, you're not going to see me. Like, I, like it's not happening. And he's like, I does not compute. Don't Ooh. understand what you say. <laughs> when can I see you? And he hit that note. Again. Mm. Honestly, I I think it's really, I think you could have chose any Babyface song and it would have been great to, and a great addition. He has so many, like his, his, he had one of those albums that I went out and got like his greatest hits albums. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all of these songs are bops. All of these songs are hits. Like I love all of them. Absolutely. Um, great. Well, I'm glad to see that we had Babyface represent a proper Babyface song. I'm sure he'll show up again as a songwriter. Um, of course. <laughs> but yeah, gotta give him his flowers. My number three my power ballad, I think, is maybe one of the greatest ballads in the history of R&B. And people can mm. fight me on this if they want. Mm. But to I'm me, this song comes on. And, like, you could even play this at the club. Everyone's slowing <laughs> down. Everyone has their phones out as lighters. And everyone's swaying and singing because it's impossible for a group of Black people not to sing along to the song. I, of course, am talking about SWV's Week. You, mm, mm, I get so weak in the knees. I can, I can hardly speak. speak. I lose all control. <laughs> it's such a fantastic song, and to this day, like I've heard other people do it. I've heard different renditions of it as a song itself. It stands on its own, but SWV's vocals are incredible. SWV as vocalists in general, I think, are some of the better vocalists of the '90s R&B girl group era. They were mm-hmm. able to do acapellas. They were able to have like really um tight harmonies and so um and they also just have hits like outside of week if you go to like swv's yeah right here 
Rain, uh, I'm so into you. Can we with Missy Elliott? Like they have, they have so many hits. But Week, I think, is maybe uh, like I said, it's one of the greatest songs ever written. I'm really happy I did some last minute arrangements because I had <laughs> Week on my list, but I moved it, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I did because Week, as you said, Week is one of those like '90s R&B songs where it brings people together. Yeah, and again, it's one of those like. We don't get songs like that as much anymore. And it really makes me sad because you do realize we're missing something. Oh, yeah. It feels like there's, I don't know, there's a sincerity to the love songs of the 90s that I don't feel like is available in music now. I feel like everyone wants to be cool. I feel like no one wants to be like what what they call simping. But yeah, like, exactly. that's what made <laughs> 90s R&B so good. And like, so very, very hip of you yeah. to know simping. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even, okay, I just have to break down these lyrics because to me, I just feel like the lyrics themselves, I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak. I lose all control and something takes over me. In the days, and it's so amazing. It's not a phase, I want you to stay with me. By my side, I swallow my pride. My Your love is so sweet and it knocks me right off my feet can't explain why your love makes me weak. Like, it's just like, it, it, it doesn't even have to rhyme. It could just be someone just talking about that feeling that you get, but it just happens to rhyme and it happens to hit at just the right parts. And I just, I think as a song, it's so well constructed and it's, again, I think it's a, a legend for a reason. It's iconic for a reason. Absolutely. And like, to your point, we don't get love songs this way anymore. Yeah. Like, like, someone declaring their love in this way is just not done as much. And it really makes me sad. Like, it makes me think, like, is it because young people aren't, like, in relationships as much anymore? Is it because hookup culture? Like, what is it? But, like, the idea of just being obsessed with someone or, like, not even obsessed, but just, like, looking at them. Again, we've talked about a few songs where it's, like, your presence just makes it hard to breathe. Like, all I'm thinking about is when I'm going to see you again. Sure. Like that, like that kind of yearning isn't there anymore. Yeah, it's all about situationships. It's all about, and honestly, I rarely hear these songs from the perspective of women just being like, "Oh, you, I would do anything for you." Like a lot of what I yeah. think of a classic R and B is these these guys who are just like pleading to these women. But like, you know, I I feel like this is also lost. Like guys want to. Get romance too. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? We, we want to hear that we make you weak, like exactly you know, in a non creepy way. In a non creepy <laughs> way, exactly. So. Okay, uh, so are we on to number three? We're on to number four. Number four. Apologies. Which number is four. our dance track? What do you got for number four? I think you know what I have for number four. How could I have a playlist from the '90s that is '90s R&B and not have? This is how we do it. <laughs> Mm. This, this is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great dance song. I didn't even think about this is how we do it. How could really? I miss that one? Montel Jordan's This is how we do it is like again, that's that's how you know we in the 90s. I don't I don't know that a lot of Montel Jordan songs outside of this one. I think it's safe to call Montel Jordan a one-hit wonder of the 90s. He's not a one-hit wonder, but this may be like the highest he's ever gone. Sure. Uh, the only other one I would say is "Get It On Tonight." Yeah, you, you don't think like "Get It On Tonight"? Like, no, I mean, it's hello? good. <laughs> Here's the thing about a one-hit wonder: it's not like he doesn't have like yeah 
like yeah. you said, like C-level songs, but nothing that competes with this is how we do it. You know what? And I'll give you that. That I can't, like, it, nothing, nothing. In the words of, um, God, who I just forgot her name that quickly. Nothing compares. It's all yeah. I was trying to go. Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Nothing yeah. compares <laughs> to this is how we do it. I also just feel like this is how we do it is like, there's a few other songs from this era of the 90s that I feel like I heard at every party I went to for the next 15 years. Like, whoop, there it is. Like, there was just these songs whoop, that just mm-hmm. would, they would play, uh, what was it? The train? Come on, ride the train. Gonna ride. Come ride it. Whoop. There was just songs like that that I just heard at every party. And even now, this is how we do it is like a wedding song that I hear at weddings all yes. the time now. It, it, just, it somehow turned into like supermarket music at some point. But uh, it was it was popping for a long time. And you said this is our Motown. So yeah. at some point in time, this is just like, they're like, oh, yeah, this will keep the old people moving. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. we do, again, I'm telling you, I don't know if, again, those who aren't watching, you're missing out. Because if I hear a song, my body just moves. It just, it's got to do it. You have to. <laughs> and this is how we do it is one of those uh but okay T, what is your dance track okay so my number four dance track i had to really look through my larger 90s r&b playlist which i've had for years obviously um and there was one artist who i knew i had to include and i was like okay well what song am i gonna include she is the she's been called the queen of r&b so I had to throw her on here. My number four song is Mary J. Blige's Real Love. Mm. I'm talking about the real Me love. Someone said my heart real love. It's such a danceable song. It makes you feel so good. It just makes you happy when you hear it. I feel like, uh, like, like you said, there's so many, it's so rare to find the song that just celebrates joy and happiness within relationships instead of kind of the shittier parts of it. So like to have this person is just like, I'm just so happy that I found this real love. Like, yeah. I just feel like it, it's uh, audio happiness whenever I listen to it. That's a really really good one i was like like i was very very mindful of who you chose when it came to mary j or what song because i was like a lot of a lot of her dance tracks are in the 2000s so i was gonna be looking in a microscope all the time but real love is in the clear i think real love is like one of her first like big singles that she had yeah it's like we get mary just going in her passion (laughs) yeah i feel like it's one of the rare songs where we see mary dancing like the fashion in that video is very like early 90s almost wu-tang inspired clothing um i feel like mary jane had like the baggy like clothes appeal that like was popular with like girls and hip-hop in that time and it's just a great little like uh time capsule of like New York hip hop scene, even though it's a, a, an R&B song. Absolutely. And then like, like, let's see, I'm gonna see if I can find it. See, I'm searching for a real love and I don't know where to go. Been around the world high and low and still I never know. Um, What a real, how it feels to have a real love because it seems it's not around. Gotta end its way because it seems he can't be found. You know, you're searching for that real love. You're searching for someone to set your heart free. Yeah. And, and then it shows up and it just completely changes your life. And I just, I I had to, I'm, I'm loving that there is this burst of positivity on my playlist. So absolutely. Oh, that was a really good dance track. Uh, okay. So we are now to track number five. You guys, we're halfway there. Halfway and there. And I got to tell you. What's your earworm? five. You I had an answer. Steal. I feel like you're going to steal mine. So I had an answer. And then I switched it. I took a poll. I spoke to my husband. He said I should switch it. So okay. I'm switching. I'm, I'm doing a little, 
And we'll see if it will switch the roof. But my earworm is doing it by LL Cool J. Oh, well, that's a hip hop song. Oh, oh, so we're not doing that one? <laughs> I thought this was 90s R&B. Are we including rappers? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I here's the thing. For me, doing it felt like it could be. It felt like it was. It was a little, yeah. little more tempo. It was yeah, a little yeah, more yeah. Tempo. We're LL uh, again. You guys, I'll take it. I'll take, we'll take it. it. No, we'll we take it. it. Are we yeah, allowing we'll, it? We'll accept it. The the the, the council accepts. <laughs> okay, thank you, council. I appreciate your time. But I just want to say, okay, again, we're doing it. Again, we get first of all, we get the go Brooklyn in the background, which on loop just is an earworm. Doing in it, so, doing it, doing it, doing it well. wow, doing it, and doing it. Queen, she was raised out raised out in Brooklyn. <laughs> so again, to me, that's one of those songs where it's like I hear it, it's in your head, you're living, you're in that moment, you're in the '90s again. Because where you at? You in Brooklyn? It's telling you right there. <laughs> go Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, so that, there was like whatever the DJs were doing, where they were just adding that go go like in the background of songs, always got me hyped. Yeah. Um, and you're right, like LL Cool J was kind of the Drake of the '80s, and the way that like his rap songs could sometimes be like almost like rap sung. Yes, and, like he was the first one to have like hip hop ballads. Um, exactly. So- well, so so I almost did, which was a little bit more funky and a little bit more of a hip hop is lounging by him yeah yeah yeah. like that one's uh, like i'll say it's a little bit more and then also i spoke it over and we were like what do you really remember from lounging yeah it's it's the uh sample from total mm-hmm. and if the sample outdoes the lyrics and it's you know sure, i can't sure, really sure. do that but again to me yeah <laughs> doing it you get the go brooklyn you get the mm-hmm. doing it you get like the dialogue back and forth and that to me was my earworm. Like that's one where it's like I hear it. I'm in the '90s. I'm good, and I can just literally hear it on loop. Well, as long as we're talking about LL Cool J, um, I have to say I do love this song as well. I think he released a few albums in the '90s that were really pivotal in terms of hip hop culture. And like like we mentioned, there's so much overlap between hip hop and R&B that I'm not surprised that we kind of stumbled upon this. Um, LL Cool J just seems like the type of person who really also respects R&B. He put out a song with Boyz II Men, um, mm-hmm. is more than a crush. Hey, look at that. Hey, <laughs> like, so good. Like, he also, like, was one of the first rappers to do that Ja Rule thing of just like, hey, I'm going to have a female artist come sing my my uh, chorus. Yes, so, exactly. like, he really embraced R&B a lot within his rap. And also, he's, like, one of the top, like, rappers of all time. Like, people overlook him as an MC in a ridiculous way. Also, y'all know me. I gotta have my horny moment, my turned yeah. on moment. And if we talk in nineties, mm. sexy, sexy, LL, <laughs> <laughs> LL, like with like the, mm-hmm, with the one leg rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, ever since you listen to his, some of his lyrics, specifically lyrics and songs for women, and you like, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. Why did we let this happen? And then you see that man lick his lips in the nineties, and you like, I, you do what you want to do, boy. <laughs> it, it, to me, he's, ladies it, love what ladies love cool james <laughs> they love him <laughs> if ladies loved him so much they would give him some chapstick at this point because if he <laughs> seems like it's a real persistent problem for him. 
no, he knew what he was doing with them lips. <laughs> what was that? There's a great stand-up where Jamie Foxx is talking about filming a, a movie with LL Cool J, and LL Cool J kept licking his lips around like all of the guys. <laughs> like it's not just something he does to like. Hit oh, you're, it is a nervous thing. It's just a, a yeah, a thing that he does all the time. So it's good to keep an eye out for. Fun fact: My aunt dated LL Cool J in the '90s. My father has a a very very um funny story about like coming to uh la to visit my aunt and ll answered the phone because my dad was trying to get direction and my dad was like who is this and he was like who is this it's james <laughs> can i ask so, you is your aunt's name keisha angela pamela renee no, no so she's not, not an around the way girl no <laughs> she's not an around the way girl okay. um sadly sadly that particular aunt did pass uh, however, her legacy is known in our family for yep. having been someone who got to be with LL. During prime LL, sounds like, too. Prime LL, too. Wow. Well, wow. okay. do this. Yeah, thank you. Uh, All right. What well, is yours? What's fantastic your earworm. earworm. Fantastic number five entry. I'm loving our playlist so far. My number five, my earworm, is a song that I loved so much as a kid when I heard it on the radio that I immediately had my mom take me to Sam Goody. I did <laughs> not know the name of the song. I just said, hey, I love this song. And it goes like, da 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 Like, I literally was humming it. And the people there just could not figure it out. And they were like, hey, we think this is the song. And it wasn't. And so I never got to buy it. It, but I loved it to death. And the song I'm talking about is Soul For Real's Candy Rain. This song. Candy Rain. I, I mean, in terms of earworms, in terms of like, hey, we're going to roll the windows down and sing this at the top of our lungs. My love, do you, you ever dream of candy golden rain it's such a catchy song i, I don't yeah. know much of many other songs from so for real i kind of consider them to be a one-hit wonder as well i, I don't absolutely um but in terms of a hit like this one really sucked for me everyone at the record store thought i was talking about immature i was not i was talking <laughs> about so for real and this song is not only great there's a fantastic remix with heavy d that i really love too oh, um, i'm sure but yeah, I just, I love this song. Like if I were going to put a 90s R&B like playlist together, I, I think it would be a real oversight not to include it. So I had to throw in Candy Rain. I love it. I love it. Um, okay. So Candy Rain, we just did. This means that we are on our self-reflective bop. Self-reflective bop. I can't wait to and, tell you what mine is. Oh, okay. So again, we are, we're going through some of my favorites. These are some of my favorite songs. And this person, uh, not only was she knighted by a queen herself. Oh, shit. She is who you think of when you think of 90s. She was Beyonce before Beyonce. She was the Black girl that every Black girl wanted, tried, needed to be. Oh, I know who you're She was on about. TV. She was on music. She was in movies. We are, she, she made all these girls sit in a chair for hours to get box braids, but it turns out she had a lace front herself the entire time. <laughs> I'm talking about Brandy. And Brandy's almost doesn't count. If we're Ooh. talking self-reflective, mm. if we are talking like, ah, Brandy's almost doesn't count is literally one of my favorite songs. First of all, I love the message in general. Sure. Like, you, everybody yeah. knows, almost, almost doesn't count. <laughs> I can't keep on. I can't keep on loving you one foot outside the door. I hear a funny hesitation of a heart that's never really sure. <laughs> oh, shit. Can't keep on 
sorry, can't keep on something if you're looking for more than all that I can give you, than what you came here for. Honestly, like again, like like that, that's all ah, uh, God. Can, and can then, I also just say real fast? This era of Brandy, this is from the Never Say Never album that came out in 98. Yes. Um, this album, The Boy Is Mine, Almost Doesn't Count, Top of the World, uh, Have You Ever? Have You like, Ever? <laughs> everything I Do, I Do For You. Like, she just had so many hits from this album. I mean, the, her, her previous album was great, too. But I just feel like this one really took her to, like, another level of stardom. Because, like you said, Moesha is, like, one of the top shows on TV at this point. This song, specifically, like, I remember... Don't get me wrong, almost doesn't count as a fantastic song. I remember how have you ever being that song that played constantly throughout the 90s. And so, you know, I'm I love this era of Brandy. She was that crush. She was that girl that like all the guys wanted to be with, all the girls wanted to be like. And this is a, an amazing song. Again, like we're gonna give Brandy her flowers for just a second. Let yeah. me tell you about some. Brandy Nels. She, Norwood, sorry. Yeah. She, see, I'm so used to her being uh, Beyonce. <laughs> but Brandy Norwood uh, was the it girl when we're talking about teenage Black pop stars. Yeah. Like, again, with Brandy, she, like, if she collabed with you, it was going places. Her yep. movie movie she had disney movie sponsorships before anybody any of the other girlies they can all thank brandy then on top of that reminder we have the kardashian empire yeah. all <laughs> because brandy's little brother yeah. found one of them attractive <laughs> like because brandy's look because you brandy was so famous her younger brother made other people famous yeah that's that's how it worked <laughs> that's also and, and I, I don't, I know, think we've mentioned this, but literally the year before this album came out was her Cinderella. Yeah. So like when she and Mace put out "Sitting on Top of the World," she's not lying. She no. was sitting on top of the world that year. Absolutely. And as you said earlier, have you ever really good? I don't want to like say too many. Do you have any Brandy on your list? Mm -mm. No, no, no. Okay, cool, no. cool, cool. Just because I wanted to like, like yeah, sitting up in my room again, a <laughs> young Donald Faison, a young Donald Faison in the music video. Up here, sitting up in my room was and like again, it hit Brandy everywhere. I I love that song. That's one of my favorite Brandy songs. That's the it's, one I debated put on my list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Brandy, a legend, just a legend, and a legend. she will she will be on many a mixtape in the future. But I needed to give her her flowers today, and we go with almost doesn't count, Brandy. I can't tell you how funny it is that you put Brandy as your number six. My number six is Monica's. I knew Don't it. Don't take it personal. <laughs> I knew it for the way you started it off. I was like, it's, we go in Monica. It's just one of them days that a girl goes, goes through. through. When I'm angry inside, don't want to take it out on you. This is a 14-year-old girl writing about getting her period and saying, like, <laughs> I need you just to leave me alone and not take this personally. I need you to understand that there's other things going on with me. It feels very self-reflective, but it's also, like, her saying, like, hey, sometimes I do have an attitude. Sometimes yeah. I do snap at you. Like, sometimes I overstep, but, like, you just need to understand I'm going through something right now. And it's a very mature song. It's very mature. And honestly, like, if anyone gonna give it to you in that way mm -hmm. is Monica. Yeah. Not gonna lie, Monica got a little bit of pick me vibes. <laughs> she doesn't know who she is. However, for her, she also got attitude. Yeah. Like, 
So that's, that's those are the two things Monica is known for: being dedicated to her man yeah. and having an attitude. <laughs> diva <laughs> exactly so monica in just one of them days in and again it's kind of like um heartfelt and vulnerable you yeah. know and it's also her taking accountability like she says like as i swing back mood to mood it's not because of you i never want you to be insecure like it's such a like like this is a 14 year old girl singing this like it's so mature for her age um exactly and it, I, it's also another one of those songs to just get out get out get out yeah like, exactly in the background, background. <laughs> yeah again i think it's really funny that we both put brandy and monica in our same positions on our playlist but of course of course yeah. we will uh, i guarantee to y'all we will come back to brandy and monica <laughs> at some point in time with these playlists we gotta oh do God. it but that said um now we're on track number eight now we're on track number seven. Oh, seven. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm ready to get this playlist. Over You're just excited and I'm here for it. <laughs> track number seven. What's your last uh dance song of the album? Okay. This was hard because again, I had one song, swapped it because I was like, I need, I need a bigger finale. And this song, if we are talking about fun 90s, mm-hmm. last dance song. If we're going 90s dancer, we're talking Usher. Oh. And that's what made me say, you make me wanna. Oh my God. I love the song. You make me wanna leave the one away. It's a new relationship. (laughs) Usher was my personality in fourth grade, by the way. Like this whole era that 100% tracks. Everything I know about you. (laughs) I I, I had the FUBU beanie with the goggles. Why? Why were not wearing goggles in 98? Why were, why were any of us wearing goggles in 98? Because that's what you did when you wore a beanie. Like, it's very easy. What's not following? That make you want a music video. You have to understand that, like, you know, Michael hadn't really put anything out in a few years. Bobby Brown wasn't around. I dare I say his name, R. Kelly, was pretty much locked into ballads. Like, mm. there wasn't really, like, a dancer in R&B like that. Like, and then Usher pops up, and it's like, oh, shit. And it's not like he was doing an MJ impression. You know what I no. mean? He just had, like, a style of his own, and that just really came out. I don't think his My Way album that that song is featured on is his debut. I think he had one right before yeah, that. he had he one before. Younger. But this was, I think, his most, like, this is how I think of him as, like, his debut, because this was his most popular. This song was everywhere, and this album had my way it had nice and slow mm-hmm. like there was so many great mm-hmm. songs on this album absolutely so a few things like we we gonna break it down for usher number <laughs> one is like you said usher just kind of came into the game and he was chris brown before chris brown yeah and well that's could, offensive to usher but okay. i mean well but i'm just like in terms of like dancing yeah r&b like it like everyone looked to him and be like oh he could dance like michael but he has his own sound he was given very adult songs for yes. a very young age but ain't nobody care because at the time we was, was he like 16 17 when he's like 16 when you make me want to leave the one i'm with and start a new relationship with you this is what you do <laughs> um but um also usher at this point in time will at be... this point the situation's <laughs> out of control <laughs> <laughs> i never meant I to hurt her but i gotta let it go okay go ahead that's <laughs> no 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 you're fine you're right this, you, that's, that's good i love it by the way that's another thing about usher that was so much fun if you say it's seven o'clock on, on the, the dot, dot. 
That, that's I'm how in my drive south TikTok where they go around and they ask black people, they're like, for your black card, where was Usher at seven o'clock? Exactly. Absolutely. If, if she don't know, she too young. She too young. She too, <laughs> she too young. young. <laughs> that's one of those, that's one of those lit barometers. Yeah. <laughs> like it is seven o'clock on the dot. Where are you? Where are you? I'm on my drop top cruise in the streets, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> if that's not where you at, then you should be at home. Sleep. Sleep, because you're too young. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and all fairness, I don't even think Usher was old enough to fucking drive at the time the song came out. He was Absolutely such a good Um, But I was going to say, he is uh, the 2024 halftime performance. Oh, and yeah. And when you look at this album, when you look at like everything that comes after, you understand. Your boy has the catalog. Yeah. Um, oh, he has absolutely. such a catalog. He Like, I feel like people were weren't responding correctly when he got announced as the halftime show because they were like usher really and i'm like he has uh, too many me. songs to fit into a halftime show like what Correct. are you even talking about <laughs> absolutely so i just like this is someone who we will be hearing from continuously for years to come especially after this album but you make me wanna was a funky groovy song yeah that really embodied the 90s to me and i just need to give usher his due Okay, so I need to throw this out there because we already talked about it, that, you know, obviously Babyface has played a role in many R&B singers' careers. He did write Slow Jam featuring Monica that was on this album with Usher. Um, And he also wrote Bedtime, which is a song I love on this album. I also want to give some credit to Jermaine Dupree, who is not... Mm an R&B artist specifically, but if I threw out the names Mariah Carey, Usher, Destiny's Child, Monica, like he was <laughs> a, that kind, he was that producer who was in charge of that so-so deaf era of R&B, which had a little bit more hip hop to it. Like it was yeah. just, it embraced that Atlanta Dirty South a little bit more because of Dupree. And um, yeah, I just feel like he definitely deserves a place in, in the legacy of 90s R&B. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. What is your select? Oh, okay. So my select for my, um, where are we at right now? You know, I don't know. I've been lost. <laughs> oh, okay. My last dance track of the album. Um, I included a band that I feel like, you know what? There's a lot of 90s R&B groups, specifically these like R&B singing male, you know, ensembles that were together. I need to throw one of them in there. And I kind of went through a bunch because I was like, man, like, I don't have any Drew Hill on here. I don't have any Jagged Edge. Like, exactly. There's so many good ones. But the one I ended up deciding on was 112's Only You. Only You, featuring Notorious B.I.G. and Mace, um, is one of those songs that I just, every time I hear it, it just, it makes me so happy. Where do I go? What do what I do? do, I do? If I can't live without your love. This is a P. Diddy bad boy production of a, a 112 song. I love this song. I love this music video. I feel like this is one of Notorious B.I.G.'s best features is on mm. this song. Um, this is a I think this is a, such a danceable groove. It makes me want to sing along to it. 112 had amazing vocals. Um, and I just I just wanted to show them some love. And this is probably my favorite of their songs. Although they are another group that just like, if you were to look at their discography, you're like, oh, how do you choose over Dance With Me or Peaches and Cream? Or, right. Like, Here's the thing. So in reality, many. what was so funny is for 112 specifically, I didn't put it on it. Because I'm telling y'all now, this is going to be my slide. I will fight you when we do it. But we got to do a slow jams mixtape. 
Yeah. And 112's Anywhere, we can make love in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, there's so many, man. They do such a good job. And like, like until this day, I feel like you could throw on their songs at the cookout and people will respond 100%. to it. So, yeah. Oh, I see. You use this playlist as a cookout. Out playlist. <laughs> well, honestly, like my cookout playlist and like my Thanksgiving playlist aren't that different, if I'm being honest. So, how how could they be? I yeah. mean, in reality, we coming together. We come to this place for good times. <laughs> for good times. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So my my number seven track, only you, one twelve. Throwing it out there. I, I like it. That's a good, that's a good one. Um, number eight. This is number cut, eight right? is the deep cut. And I'm so interested to see what you chose because I struggled with this one the, the hardest for sure. Well, the thing about number eight is you, we said deep cut. This song that I chose, not that deep of a cut. Yeah. But it is one where does it get the praise that it deserves? Sure. And I don't think it does because these two artists are amazing artists on their own. Mm-hmm. They have amazing discography. They have so many iconic songs, especially one of them, when, especially in the 2000s. And so they just have other things going for them. But the song from the 90s that I felt needed to be represented in this deep cut is Maya and Cisco's It's All About Me. Ooh, okay, throw a little Maya on the list. Exactly. That 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 right there, that reaction, that ooh, okay. <laughs> that's that's why I did it. Because it's all about me. First of all. Is that is her an, first song? Is that was that her first single? I don't know if it's her first single. I actually really should look it up. But the thing about Maya and It's All About Me is her collab with Cisco. First of all, Cisco on the record is gonna be a bop. He yeah. gonna give you his all. Cisco ain't met a song that he didn't want to go all in on yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Second of all, the song is about Maya owning her own sexuality. She was like, yeah, yeah. you get yours, but tonight it's all about. It's all about me, 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 me. Forget about, Forget about you, 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 you. What you gonna do? Are you gonna get it up? Oh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Maya. Um, I didn't choose Maya because so many of the songs I love by Maya, I realize are outside of the time parameter. But I, I am glad that she got on here. And again, Cisco is kind of a legend in his own right for his role in Drew Hill. I feel like Thong Song may be kind of cliche at this point, but I feel like Incomplete is a fantastic song that gets uh, overlooked all the time. Uh, God, Incomplete is a genuine bop. Drew yeah. Hill, how deep is your love for me? How deep? Yeah. How are we gonna, it's going to be? <laughs> how deep is your love? Like, Drew Hill was one that I just like, there's too many Drew Hill songs. I can't. Like <laughs> too many, yeah, absolutely. But like again, I just I I I'll, these I'll are the go. times. These are the times. They are okay, the... so I'll say this with you because I want to know. Me and my husband have this rivalry on which version of "Sleeping in My Bed" or "In My Bed" by Drew Hill is the version. Oh, okay. Because which... there's there's the original version, and then there's the remix, the so so deaf remix. The so so deaf. Yeah, that's the best one. See, I disagree. I disagree. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. But that's his that's his choice too. He's like, no, you go go so so deaf remix. And I'm like, nah, the original Steven in my bed in my bed by Drew Hill. Again. I was always a get, sucker for sure. a so so deaf remix. 
I get that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Honestly, you said Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, what is your number eight? Okay. So again, my deep cut is not really that much of a deep cut. I've realized that doing this a few times with you now, <laughs> that like I could choose to put out a song that I genuinely love, or I could try to win. <laughs> <laughs> You learn and he, he can't so be thought. I'm adjusting a little bit to choose a song that is the not most popular song of an artist or group that I feel like people probably know a little bit of. And for me, this was the reason why I'm choosing this group is because this was the first CD I ever had um, was from this group. It, and um, they have a few songs that you probably are familiar with. But the song I chose for my number eight deep cut was All For Ones, I Can Love You Like That. Wait, remind me of that song. I, I can like I love you like that. I can make you my world. Move heaven and earth. If you were, if my, you were my girl. girl yep. I would give you my heart. Me all that you need. I love All For One. All For One, obviously, they're probably most well known for I Swear, which was the big song that came out in like 94. Love I Swear. Um and honestly, it, that song is probably deserving to be on this playlist as well. But I that's where like, I'm at. I'm a, I'm with. I swear. I let you. I let you talk. But I'm, if y'all see me just dancing, just know I'm listening to. I swear in my headphones. <laughs> honestly, listen to as many all for one songs as you can. I love all for one. They're one of my favorite '90s R&B groups. They don't get a lot of um, uh, credit, although I feel like they're one of the few groups who could do acapella really well all every single album they threw an acapella song on there just to show off their chops um i can love you like that and i swear we're both turned into country songs after all for one released them wow um so people are very familiar with the country versions of them even if they're not familiar with all for one singing them and the original recordings but i can love you like that it's just a great song and their voices are great like i i actually randomly met the lead singer of all for one in la when i first moved here and he was super nice nice to me and i just oh, always remember that yeah that's good that's good absolutely so so here's like um i'm not gonna lie for me that like it, we're still on track number eight like you said i felt like one of the deep cuts that i should have done i had already mentioned when we did our boy bands which was the right kind of love by jeremy jordan like oh, i was yeah, gonna yeah. do that <laughs> You would throw a white boy I, on I do, I do, I do. Like, That's why I didn't do it. That's why I was like, I'm not going to be the one who come to the cookout and bring the white boy. I'm not doing it. So. Although, in all fairness, in terms of bringing a white boys to the cookout, I almost put John B on the playlist. I knew you were. I, knew, I was looking, I was waiting for you to put, I knew, like, I was waiting for your deep cut to be John B. So, John B has so many great songs, and I would have thrown him on here. Um, but yeah, I just, there were other songs that took precedent. Exactly. That and then also Lisa Stansfield's All Around the World. Oh, Lisa yeah. World, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't find my baby. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, why. again, I didn't do it, but just know that they was waiting outside in the car. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Track number nine. This Track is number nine. Okay. Retro Vibes Acoustic. Yeah. Again, I used my When Can I See You Again, which would have been my acoustic. So, I went retro. The music videos, throwback. The sound, throwback. The harmonies, throwback. I am talking about invokes giving him something he can feel. <laughs> so happy invoke found their place on our playlist. Because I exactly. almost put uh, uh, Don't Let Go. 
yeah. by Vogue. So I, I'm so glad that they're on here. Another fantastic vocal group like the way that in vogue would be able to do acapellas or just perform live always left people in awe at just how tight their harmonies were um how just strong and powerful of singers they were and like again this is one of many amazing in vogue songs free your mind hold on my love and you're never gonna get it like there's Correct. so many but this particular one give mm-hmm. him something that he can feel first of all we start off with a well this is this is a remake of an aretha franklin song and it definitely has all of those vibes on there which is why i said i chose it for my retro vibes it's giving us old school harmonies the music video Amazing. Oh my God. Watch that and tell me it'll move a little bit. Like you you watching that the way those women (laughs) look in all red. Like you got your um, what is it called? I think it's like 1920s jazz club esque set. It kind of it kind of um, has like a Jessica Rabbit type of vibe yes, to the music almost, video. Absolutely. And uh, I think his name is Adewale uh Adewale Akinu Agbahe. So sorry, I messed that up really badly. Uh he is it sounds like in... you just cursed at me in Swahili. <laughs> He's Nigerian. He is a well-known African actor. And he's in that music video. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. He's talking about real young, real thin in the face, but they giving him something he can feel. And, uh, Such a sexy song. Even when Aretha did it, it was a sexy song. But yeah, they were just see, able to add know, kind of a little extra sex onto it. Absolutely. And you're right. Like, I didn't think about it, but like everything about it is almost modeled after Jessica Rabbit. And yeah. I just want to say, nail on the head. They did it. They did it right. So that's my throwback. That's my retro. love it. Love it. All right. I'm going to tell you what my acoustic song is, and you're going to know it immediately. And I feel like you're going to be a little mad that you didn't think of it because I love this song. And I feel like everyone I know loves this song, but they forget about it. They often forget about it. And they often attribute the song to the wrong singer because it sounds like a baby face song, but it's not a baby face song. I, of course, am talking about Tony Rich's Nobody Knows. No, but I almost had that on mine. Nobody knows it but me. Oh, I have this song. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, this is just one of those, like, it's an acoustic song. It's just a man playing guitar, and he's just singing these lyrics about how he feels heartbroken, and nobody is understanding what he's feeling. And the, the lyrics, which I, I love, by the way, like a clown I put on a show. <laughs> Pain is real, even if nobody knows. Now I'm crying inside, and nobody knows it but me. It's just an amazing song. His vocals really are, I I think, pretty impressive on the song. And it just has this just like, you just get so wrapped up in the song as it kind of climaxes instrumentally to the point where when he finally is just like singing full vocals, you're just like, you feel the pain in 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 his voice. So I just think it's a great song. Very fun fact that I just... This song now that's found very interesting. Uh, it became a hit overseas, topping the Irish singles chart. Oh shit! <laughs> I guess it kind of sounds like a a sad drinking song in a way. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm, I just thought that was really funny, and I was like, okay, come on. No, that's that is really funny. Um, but yeah, he got he got a Grammy uh, award, Grammy nomination for the song. Like it just it, it was. I, 
maybe a one-hit wonder of his, but yes, I, I think it definitely deserves to just be thrown and, and just to remind people of it because it's an amazing song. So it's your deep cut and your acoustic. <laughs> it's, yeah, although I don't feel like it's that deep. I feel like if you were around when the song came out, you definitely heard it. You definitely heard it on the radio. Absolutely. Okay. A really quick recap. Yeah, let's recap. All the ones that we have. I have number one, Can We Talk, Tevin Campbell. Number two, Creep, TLC. Number three, When Can I See You Again, Babyface. Number four, This Is How We Do at Montel Jordan. Number five, Doing It, LL Cool J. Number six, Almost Doesn't Count, Brandy. Number seven, You Make Me Wanna by Usher. Number eight, It's All About Me, Maya and Cisco. And number nine is giving him something he can feel, which brings us to our number 10. This was hard. I had someone, but I felt like they were a little too poppy. So I still went back. I brought in like just just a classic, someone you can't go wrong with. And I am giving it to Say My Name by Destiny's Child. Oh, okay. And with a little Destiny's child on the playlist. A little Destiny. Like, like we, we had to have Destiny's. We got our 90s. And that's what I'm going to go with. 90s, Destiny's Child, Say My Name. I feel like it's iconic. I feel like it's a good way to wrap us up. And it, it doesn't give me, like, the ballads that I think we could. But that's because the other direction I was going, let me know if, let me know if this counts. Let me know if this counts. Remember the Time by Michael. I mean, they're both '90s R&B. I would count. Are them they? Both. Yeah, I think they're both '90s R&B. Then I'm going to remember the time. I'm yeah, going to remember, remember the time. The time. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought you were going to say he was a little too pop. So you know what? I <laughs> would say that, but un- actually, with the Dangerous album, Michael specifically hired uh, R&B producers Terry Jam and Lewis. Are you know the yeah. ones that worked <laughs> with Janet all the time? It felt a little New Jack to me. He was specifically trying to make a New Jack album, so I so. think that counts as R&B, bro. Then we remembering the times so yeah. with Michael. <laughs> all right, so number ten. Remember the times. Ten. Remember the times. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad yeah. I talked it out. But yeah, remember the time, Michael Jackson. Do you remember? Exactly. How we <laughs> fell in love. I'm never gonna say no to Michael Jackson, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my number 10. <laughs> number 10 is Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. I actually, again, let's talk about music video. Let's the Remember about- the Time music video is the one where he, uh, Eddie We're Murphy is Pharaoh. Yep, exactly. And, and basically, Michael is trying to plead to the Pharaoh, and he ends up trying to, like, smooch on his wife a little bit while exactly. doing a dance number. Exactly. Absolutely. That music video was a moment. It mm-hmm. was a premiere. It yep. is like 13 minutes. It has Magic Johnson. It like <laughs> it, it is a just movie. like a 90s music video that we 100%. just don't get in the same way outside of Beyonce, the one who almost like subbed for him in this yep. list. And remember the time just gives us peak Michael. We got light skin black hair mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in this ponytail hair. era yeah <laughs> you right we were mm-hmm. in the ponytail era but when also, the ponytail I, come out though the ponytail i have come to out. throw this out there that teddy riley actually wrote and produced that song so it, really? it's r&b as r&b can get that's good i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i talked it out and it was directed it by john singleton by the way from boys in the hood like he tried to be as black as he possibly could with this one man that's because he had gotten as bright as he could be <laughs> 
poor Michael. Um, uh, yeah, I, I love this album. I love this song. Um, I think this is one of the most R&B songs that he's ever made. Like he has a few albums, like his off the wall album, very R&B, Invincible's R&B. This is probably the most fun R&B that I think he's put together. Very New Jack Swing. I love this song. I, I, I just got to tell you guys, you don't understand how happy I am that I was able to make that switch because I listened to the, and I was like, what do you end with? You end with Michael. You end with something big. And Michael, do you remember girl? Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> and also it's like, you know, we're listening to retro songs. So it's kind of like, do you remember the time when we used to dance to these songs all the time? I think it works, bro. Absolutely. Works. And then on top of that, again, kind of with everything we've talk, been talking about, Michael begging, pleading. Mm. Just like, like a way that you don't get anymore. And this song is, again, just the epitome of like a good Girl, don't leave. Come back when we first met. (laughs) So yeah, that that's that's my select. That's my number ten. Fantastic uh, cap to your playlist. Um, I do think I did a little bit better though, so I'm excited to tell you mine. But let me first recap what I have for my '90s R&B mixtape. Number one, I have Ghost Town DJ's My Boo. Number two, Genuine's Pony. Number Mm -hmm. three, Week by SWV. Number four. Real Love by Mary J. Blige. Number five, Candy Rain by So For Real. Number six, Don't Take It Personal, Monica. Number seven, Only You by 112 featuring Notorious B.I.G. and Mace. Number eight, All For Ones, I Can Love You Like That. Number nine, Nobody Knows by The Tony Rich Project. And to me, I couldn't think of any other way to end a 90s R&B playlist than with Boys to Men's End of the Road. Ah, you know what? This is just like, hey guys, last call. Last call. You did it. End of the Road. You did it, bitch. (laughs) Like, this is a good way to end. I want to say how I did that. To the end of the road. This this is just like again one of the most iconic songs of of all of the nineties of all of R and B. I think this was written by Babyface as well. Like it's just uh, I think probably their most famous song of Boys to Men. Maybe it's up there. I don't get it. It's It's in the top five. The thing about Boys to Men is they got songs battling it out. It really just depends on the time of the day, who you talking to. Like (laughs) this song was featured on the soundtrack. Uh as a lot of our songs that we talked about have been featured on soundtracks, by the way. We're kind of avoiding talking about strap work, but and we're doing what we can. Yeah, we're doing what we can, but I just want to throw that out there that some of these songs were featured on soundtracks because soundtracks were prioritized in the 90s that like it almost created this uh new space for creativity to emerge and from that came all of these great songs that we love including end of the road um and yeah i just think this is you know i saw boys to men live they were my very first concert i've seen them live a bunch of times they always end with the song for the most part and it's always a crowd pleaser i think i've mentioned this before that i saw i went to the nkot bsb concert yes you did all the time and, I, and i'm gonna keep telling it because i love it i love the story <laughs> voice to men shows up and they all sing end of the road together and it was a magical moment um so yeah end of the road is how i'm ending this playlist although there were many options for how to end it this just felt like the the best way to do it well i'm really glad that i changed mine at the last minute because i don't think i could have compete if like Michael is the only thing I think would have come close yeah. to end yeah. of the road, boys to men, boys to men, end of the road. I believe 
Did they play this? No, no. They played It's So Hard to Say Goodbye. Yeah, which is another great song. Yeah. Barack Obama's <laughs> final um, finals. And I thought that was so like so on point. But also, End of the Road is one of those songs where it's like, it hurts me to listen to because yeah. it's like, it's such a mix of emotions. In some way, it's it kind of like reminds me of like Meet Me at the Crossroads sure, in sure, the sense sure. of like, it can be like a sad, like almost funeral song. Oh, well, but it's, also, it's the end of a relationship. It's the end of the road. It's the end of the road. But also the way that he, again, one thing that I'm realizing is he begging. He Don't go, up. girl. <laughs> no, Please come man. back to me. Please come no, back. <laughs> um, end of the road. I, by the way, don't know if you know this, their most streamed song. Really? Again, it's again for, for mm-hmm. numerous reasons, I believe. You yeah. can use it for a breakup. You can use it if you just like 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. You can use it for a funeral song. Like It's just, it's a really good, timeless song that has many purposes. And their voices on that song, again, it just reminds you why they're icons. I also so. feel like Boys to Men is like, what the Beatles were to like 60s like rock bands, I feel like Boys to Men is to 90s RB groups. Like every RB group was trying to get to that Boys to Men level because their musicianship was such a like in a class of its own. Like the harmonies that they were doing, like not to take anything away from any of, of the other RB groups, but like it just felt like they were classically trained. Wanye. Wanye as a vocalist is one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Like he competes with Stevie Wonder in my mind in terms of what he can do vocally. Like he could just acrobat his way around a song. And, you know, you have Michael still in the group, still providing that deep bass, really filling out the sound. And it's, it, to me, it's just, it's just peak voice to men. A modern temptations. So a modern temptations, definitely. And and on to, to that note, um, kind of like full circle. I was watching something the other day that talked about how, uh, uh, it was Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees saying oh, yeah. that everyone was trying to be boys to men. Yeah. Like that's what they were trying to do because boys to men came in, changed the game. Their vocals, their sound was so not unique, but so impactful that all yeah. the other boy bands who came after was like, that's who we want to be. Yeah. Which led to a, a little culture bolster name. Uh, <laughs> Lou Pearlman? <laughs> well, Lou Pearlman. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank, thank you. I, I, I love your playlist. I think anybody who listens to either playlist, they're going to yeah. have a good time. They're going to have a great time. going out here, but there has to be a winner. So there you guys, you know, you got to go up here. Let us know on our socials which playlist you thought. Is it my 10? Is it TC's 10? Do you have 10 of your own? Please give it to us. Do we have time to talk about tracks that didn't make it? Oh, oh, let's talk about some bonus tracks. Let's talk about, I already gave you guys a little bit of bonus tracks uh, in the uh, Jeremy Jordan of it all, Mm -hmm. in the Been Around the World. Uh, Some songs that I didn't, Anywhere by 112, like I said. Um, there are some more that I will leave on the cupboard floor because we're going to do a slow jams and these are perfect slow jam songs. Um, One of the ones that I almost did for my earworm, but it got voted out. Nobody Key Sweat. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody <laughs> who can love you like me. Nobody. Like again, like that, like that for the nobody alone is why I wanted to do it. Uh, just you know what? It, I, I like escape. I like Twisted better than Nobody oh, personally. Ooh, love Twisted. Ooh. Just kicking it, escape. Just kicking it, yeah. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then last one um that i didn't use was so into you by tamia oh i had so into you on my okay yeah let me tell you some of mine i okay, had good, so good. into you i had love you down let me love you down um great song angel of mind by monica um what my deep track that I was considering was uh donnell jones's knocks me off my feet do you know that one I, I see it's it. in the park. It's a Stevie Wonder remake, okay. but like the big ones that I was really debating on that I had a hard time not including were Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah. That was a yes. hard one not to include. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, I went through Aaliyah's whole discography yeah. Yeah. and being like, which, wh wh where can I go? What can I do? And to be honest, as much as I love, I love Aaliyah, most of these songs I was like, you like, they're, they were easily replaced by something like Creep by DLC. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. It's just like Aaliyah, that, you were just beat out because there was someone who was already like cemented in that position. You mean the world to me by Tony Braxton was on on mine. It was on mine. It was on mine. It was, it was my alt. Song. If I if I didn't get when can I see you again? You mean the world to me was gonna be my ballad. I, I love that one. And the the if I couldn't use end of the road, I was either gonna cap off with uh Back at One by Brian McKnight. Mm. Is that not 2000s? I didn't include it, but I, I thought it was 99. I could be wrong, but... Hold on, the... hold on. I'm looking it up. 1999. You're right. You got it in mm. there. Skinny 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 <laughs> and the other one I was considering closing on was All My Life by Casey and JoJo, which I still think is an amazing song and deserves to be on a playlist like this. <laughs> Another one where it's like, you play it, especially at a wedding, yeah love casey and jojo um but yeah unfortunately they did not make my final list is that so, also a babyface song because it sounds like it would be all of these sound like babyface songs right like <laughs> he's just ghostwriting everything um oh also uh meeting in my bedroom by silk there's a meeting in my bedroom, bedroom, bedroom. I told you, Silk is going to be on my slow jams. Like we, yeah. like we, like we're not doing it next week, y'all. Don't worry about it. But slow jams playlist is coming because coming. we need that mixtape. We need to we get y'all in the mood. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Thank you guys so much for taking the time, listening to us. As we said previously, please go listen to um our playlist on spotify youtube see which playlist you prefer let us know your selects what we missed um and remember to reach out to us on our socials at bar meets world we're excited to jump back into season seven when it is time but until that day we hope to see you soon at Bra Meets World presents Let's Make a Mixtape. This episode of Bra Meets World presents Let's Make a Mixtape was produced by Siege and edited by Tony Curtis. Bra Meets World presents is a two free tokens media production. Absolutely. Oh my life. Oh, baby, baby. I pray for someone like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't even talk. We got to do like a best. Riff. People who come oh, in with like the man. best ad libs. The ad libs. They, 
Absolutely. Again, I was Cisco go win. I used to. I, I was probably so obnoxious because I was such an ad lib kid when I was listening to the radio when I was I in the car. You, exactly. I told you, Cisco gonna give you some some warbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, bro. Later, bro. Russ.